Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have an episode, it's been a while, on Akashic Records, 5D Mysticism. Just wanted to get something with a title that any person can, you know, tune in knowing about these topics. If, on the other hand, you're looking for something specific, there's paid guidance topics, but uh, you would want to figure out first what kind of a mystic am I, 5D one. So we bring uh, spiritual, spirituality, and sciences together, or human elements, I should say, because they're not all science. Sciences some are qualitative versus quantitative, and actually a good portion, they use a mix, but point is a uh, pseudoscience lady here when it comes to that but not because of uh, being a flat earther. No, no. I know the earth is round. It's because I know people are in the research places coming up with different types of theories and all that stuff. So it's always an integration effort for me. So it's more of, it, it'll be good to just let people know that they can expect it to be an integration of mysticism and human elements. So spiritual spirituality and science and stuff. Okay. And so, with that being said, I'm looking, as always, to see our 5D Mystic community grow. And with Akashic Records, Tarot, and anything involving, like, shaman, those rituals, people who lead with the stories, they, they kind of just stick to, you know, like, a photograph, okay, so... For example, when I learned Reiki, I learned about protection. I was like, I don't need to protect myself. People are energy, energy is people. This negative, positive thing is from the ancient times, and it's really separation consciousness. So that was something straightforward. I also was able to, through Eric Pearl's book, test out the reconnective healing approach as well. And it's amazing. So it's amazing to feel that energy, energy, when... Reiki is integrated and using Reiki totally different than when I'm doing and when I did reconnective healing and I had sessions. So I haven't been able to take uh, Eric Pearl's course to get certified, but I'm not sure I will. Uh, at the end of the day, energy is energy, but it was fascinating when I have tested out the differences by myself. Of course, uh, again, the energies are just fabulous. So for me, describing this, again, it's not going to be, let me explain to you what something is. It's more about giving you that experience from a 5D mystics perspective. The part of 4D, what makes me very, quote unquote, laugh. I mean, when I began hearing them consistently do this thing, we need to protect them. Like, what do you, how you don't, how don't you understand we're energy? Like, how do you not conceptualize this? And today I can share with you spiritual bypass, number one, uh, because that's what they end up becoming. So as we moved into the consolidated 5D vibration, I shared that with my 4D mystic friends at the time, the readers that I knew, all of them, mediums, channelers, you name it. So for me, it was not hard to access any of my clairs, by the way, and I found it quite fascinating that there were people who were envious, jealous, spiteful, a lot of other stuff that I just ignore because I learned how to ignore backstabbers as a teenager because usually a backstabber is a Cusco. So that means they need a good therapist so that they can get out of their low self-esteem. And that's why it's a figure of speech, the backstabbing thing, because as a teenager, I was more of, wow, that's a coward. Now I'm a grown-up. It's not a coward. It's somebody who doesn't have self-worth in the forefront. And actually, it's pretty sad. So the 4D mystics, they end up looking like squirrels from Cusco's Emperor's New Groove. Cusco has Emperor, has, has Pacha, excuse me. So, I mean, if they're Cusco without a Pacha, then that can be it too. And they're, you know, with Ursula. And here, here, let's share a funny story. Because I'll never forget when I was in a couple of situations and I am... A person who does not, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't actually engage in any form of lower vibration because love is a high vibration. It's above the neutrality belt. So I know how to maintain 
a sense of equanimity, which is why the only people who can actually get me to formulate a conceptualization, I'm thinking of one of my good friends. He's awesome. He's so awesome. When he gets me to talk about things, I love it. I love it <laughs> because I can see aspects that I don't ever get to dive into because so he's a masculine with his own feminine, of course, because we all have both. But because he leads his conversations from a specific angle, it allows my energy to match his energy and for there to be something conceptually that comes together. It's just mind-blowing. It's beautiful. So anytime I think of uh, being able to have conversations, he brings out the most amazing of aspects. And as I was trying to get to that, because, see, we do recognize the 5D mystic when we have in this case, women, that have these reactions inside their bodies. They're not conscious. This is unconscious. It's their nervous system. If only they'd go to good therapy, they'd get healthy self-worth going, and they'd get out of those nervous systems, and they'd actually disengage from, by the way, emotions that they do feel, because all the good therapists have shared plenty of people that go in the room with therapists and say, I have envy, I have jealousy. I actually felt complete disgust, anger, rage because of something that I should not. I know I should not because this is a person I love, you know, and uh, they will just chat, chat about it and the therapist will say, look, but don't you remember? Childhood, hello, your implicit memory. It's not something... That will go away. It's good. You're aware. It's actually normal for what you've been through. Now that you've witnessed it, we can process it because it's come up. So you can process that. We can walk you. You can journal about it. How do we want to address this emotion? And you can grieve it. You can you can grieve with your... And, and here's why I love Sadhguru to death, but this is the part of where when, you know, he says ignore the psych, the psych stuff. He's not meaning it. I don't want to believe he means it in that way. I want to believe it's because he lacks the awareness and he really does, of course, he's a guru, believe that just keep doing sadhana and yoga and it'll get better. And it's not that it won't, that's not necessarily, that. but you don't claim the ownership of your human being life when you don't know that those sensations are actually not something you need to uh, put to the side. And here, I'm going to actually use, because 4D lingo, uh, here's one. I mean, it's a really, really great uh, pocket deck book thingy here going on, okay? The Mystical Shaman Pocket Oracle. So again, the big, if you if you are a tarot reader, the big ones are way better. I, I still love, their, their, they're amazing. These are amazing cards. I also got the Spirit Animal Pocket Oracle, uh, but like I was sharing in at least a couple of different types of episodes, it doesn't do them justice. Uh, so in the future, I'll probably get at least one regular mystical shaman, but they're just beautiful. It's also because they're small. So, you know, you get to, I, as my eyes get older, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm 44, I'm going to have to be like, ah, can't see anymore. So anyways, they're, they're just, I didn't think they'd be, I mean, I knew they'd be beautiful. But So this is what happens when you get a 5D mystic with tarot or with crystals. We're like, wow, I want more, more light, more light. You know, it's just so amazing. Uh, don't uh, go telling those people who are the extreme other religions. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, the devil's in you. No, and, and, and that's so sad uh, because symbolism and just the amazing journey of being a card reader, tarot reader. And so anyways, okay, let me read to you. This is very beautiful at the same time. There's the whole separation, dual consciousness stuff going on here. And you'll, I'll, I'll expand in here and, and share why. So okay, the card is the blade. It's number six. In fact, it's just beautiful. But I'm still looking at the beloved. So I might actually share the two pictures. We'll find out. I, I might do that for you all with this with this reading. Uh, or with the with the episode. Okay, so the blade, the essence, the blade represents sharpness of the mind, body, and you can use the word uh, heart instead of spirit. 
it can word uh, use the word the essence of yourself the self it's consciousness but uh, you don't have to use spirit pointing upward it summons the power of heaven obviously the lovely cosmos the infinite cosmos uh, when aimed down to the ground it anchors the power of the heavens on earth earth would be gaia I love Gaia. Gaia's energy is amazing when you meet people from the center. So I have two of my good friends, and they are equally old souls. But my one friend, he's from the heavens, like I am, meaning the cosmos. Let me specify, not the heavens, because obviously that comes from another place. But cosmos, stars, the just infinite, amazing, amazing journey of the stars. My other friend, he's an old soul from the magma, the center of the earth. Like you just, he's, he definitely came with magma or whatever the word is because his energy and when we first met, uh, but also because I saw some of his um, lives because I downloaded when I was doing his Reiki session and uh, I was pretty certain if for any reason, if for any reason he also has because he didn't expand any further and he feels very much connected to earth and that's alone earth but since he is a pretty old soul like my other friend this is the part of where you know we have an infinite uh, cosmos out there so if there's any other space has anyone want there's a movie i'm trying to remember what the name of it is but essentially in this movie wait a minute ah yes hellboy I think the second or the third one, the one with the brother and sister. There's a brother and sister, and Hellboy ends up somewhere with the sister. I think that's the one where they end up in the desert with a lady who has one eye or something like that. And there's a, it's a mythological figure. It's a little type of, I don't remember my words, but if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And he brings them to the lady that has no eye, has one eye to help you. Yes, because Hellboy has the poisonous arrow inside. He's dying. So they get him to this uh, woman who can heal him. She's some type of those one-eyed whatever. Sorcerers, no, there's another name for it. But anyways, what I was trying to get to is that uh, my lovely friend, if for any reason... Again, FYI, anybody who does not uh, know, 5D mystics, we're very grounded into what reality is. That's why I know the difference between round earth, flat earther. And I'm sharing you stuff. And believe me, when my loved ones say it's like a movie, I'm like, yes, it's like a movie. That's how I'm going to treat it. But it's not a movie, but it's okay. It's like a story. I'm just creating another story that's why ihp it's content creation and so we're not learning anything except for in this one how awesome it is to be able to do akashic record readings reiki sessions tarot all of it it is amazing to tap into the sphere of energy that's all when people think they have magic powers now that's funny because that's where you know you can't you cannot prove this but you can talk about it with shamans and mystics. They will know all about what I experienced. And I'm like, wow. And there's other things that I've experienced. And that's where the 4D mystics uh, are very, unfortunately, disrespectful. And that's because they get envy, jealousy, anger. And it's almost like this little competition dance of, no, no, negative energy has to be a real thing. There have to be evil people because I need to be a superhero and uh, there have to be therefore supervillains or something like that. That's That's got to be what it is. It's low self-esteem is what it is. So if they only handled their zero, one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old and actually got into, you know what, mysticism, it's awesome. It's not spiritual warfare stuff. And so they'd move beyond spirituality as well. They'd move, though, into the Enlightenment. So age group. some people, they, they are not wanting to move here or into the 5D spectrum because, you know, pseudo-aliveness is actually a real thing. There are those who don't realize they're in it because, like my 4D mystics will say, I'm from the stars and I want to be with the stars and I always want to sit here and just be in silence. I don't want to be around people. I just want to be here. And 
yes, they have the Venus of Goddess that they follow and that they look up to, but they don't actually implement what the Venus Goddess tells them to do. That these are those lovely ethical cults. Uh, they just like to, you know, repeat. It's called copy lipping and stuff like that. So them prancing around. And um, again, FYI, some people, it's safe for them to be in these spaces because they are happier all alone with those who they feel safest with. And I am being very serious right now. Okay, so I know I tease and I laugh, but uh, those who do not choose to embark on the beautiful journey called being a human being, it's only if they really, 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 really take seriously being able to go and dive into their childhood with someone and that they don't um, get too upset about it, but that they understand it's a sacred process and that it's a beautiful one. Because those who do spirituality bypass that I've seen, they become superheroes of their own supervillain story. And they're not just superheroes, they become super princesses. Okay, so I'm a woman, as a woman, and I am secure attachment, but I've had plenty of girlfriends, so let's talk about that. And no, not all mystics are women. There's plenty of feminines that are men's men. And that's where it's beautiful to see them because at least we know there are men that have their own whole, healthy self-worth with their feminine and their masculine. And they're quite, yes, beautiful. They're actual protectors and not ambushers. And they're not clowns and they're not teenagers and they're not the most annoying of the species when you can see them all together, which really, I mean, it makes me think of not even Pinocchio's land when he's with all those boys in the wrong place and they're all turning into donkeys because at least those are children. No, these are actually grown human beings called men. They get together and they look like the teenage version of themselves, but they're not teenagers. In fact, wait, there's that one movie. What is it called? Well, the one where the four men go on there, and they're even more manly than those men that I'm talking about. Oh my gosh, it's so sad. And there are people that support these men by creating YouTube channels. These are psychologist men. I've seen one of them, and I don't even know what to say. I'm just try to remember. There's a, there's a spot. There's a Peter Pan leader for every one of these groups because I need to remember the lovely color of a rainbow. That's what it is, the rainbow many many different energetic rainbow colors okay back to us okay so totally sharing a lot of different things today okay let me finish reading for you all and i'm gonna leave you hanging with whatever stories there were nothing is important anyways it's a share on all the mystical and amazing things when you're a 5d mystic so the blade can be a healing tool or a weapon okay so it anchors we we read when aimed down to the ground it anchors the power of the heavens so of the cosmos on earth the blade can be a healing tool or a weapon okay wield it wisely and it will transmit power bestow initiations cut energetic cords from the past or sever toxic relationships so this is why 4d mystics do what they're not supposed to do because they don't actually know that your past is something that you want to process. Not cut the cord, because you cutting means you ain't going to process the emotion. And now what you've done is cut a fabric that you are a part of. So you did not expand your consciousness. You're limiting your consciousness, which is why you don't have access to your third eye, because you did not do the emotional intrapersonal stuff which would say hmm wait a minute i have emotions it's my nervous system i can use my left mode to chit chat okay you know what no maybe i can't but i'm going to allow myself to welcome this sensation and go and allow myself to in a healthy way discharge of it which is why as he says the blade can be a weapon or a tool or uh you know but your past you don't need to cut the cord which is what instead 4d keeps talking about toxic relationships okay so let me talk about this one because actually i have some stories this one's interesting and i'll re i'll finish reading it use it in use it with anger and it will slash stab and kill 
the invitation you're invited to draw your blade and use it it is not auspicious to hesitate to waste time in idle talk or to hide from the inevitable heaven and earth are aligned to support you in claiming your power so take decisive action overcome your fear of hurting others unsheathe the blade and use it wisely so right here they're enticing you to not be a functional adult but to be the whole i'm going to be unrequaintedly or whatever the word un, un, unapologetically rude uh so yes that's why we got 40 people yelling in cameras um i'm going to share you don't want to use in any way shape or form this figure of speech and what you want to do is know that you don't need to claim your power as you're a person uh, and to take decisive action doesn't require you to be in any way shape or form agitated actually decisive action will come best if you're calm and you're breathing and you don't use fire at all no no you sit and say, okay, I'm going to calm down. Hmm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till my heart turns on and it's gooey, ooey, ooey. Only then, man, woman, don't care who you are. They, once I'm gooey, ooey, ooey, so you wait as long as it takes for you to settle into that. Then you say, okay, now let me bring back all of it, but not the anger part. Let me bring back what was I trying to make a decision on? Okay, let me be what is called both grounded in reality, rational, and avoid exaggerating because, you know, I'm not a teenager or a child. I can use my mouth. I can use my equanimity. I can be a mature version of myself. And that's you staying online with your prefrontal cortex. Lo and behold, you've done it. With or without yoga, you have put that lid down and your prefrontal cortex is working and you're no longer in a threat alert 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 with your limbic system and amygdala ruling the show and you're therefore defense mechanism of your survival mode okay so most men women days don't understand that their anger circuit is not going to have you making any good decisions the only reason you have this circuit is because it served us and when you're in that mode it would mean that there's a lion chasing us and you need to save me and maybe our children, or maybe not. It depends if you want to save, because some might not. They might be like, I'm leaving you. We don't know. But the point is, the anger that comes up, or the energy, is to get up and fight, but to flee away. You're not going to fight the line. Okay, so there's a certain type of energy that is actually, and, and what studies have found, by the way, is that our ancestors will gladly flee unless cornered. And if they're cornered, they might have to just faint and drop dead. Okay, so let's just remember that if there are people who are more inclined to be in their testosterone, it's probably because they have more of it or something like that. So they're going to have that energy. It's not special. It's just their bio makeup and biochemistry leads them to have more of that, which actually would lead you to say, okay, you want to get into those anger management classes because there's some great people like Russell Coates who can help you harness that and to figure how you work and let's say you have an amygdala because there's uh, some people it's the bipolar group believe that their amygdala turns on and off like a little switch though and uh, it's not supposed to be on and off that's why they got mood swings it's like like a flip okay so it's uh, click click and it does get easier in time like in, as they get older any person it will be because, you know, you get older, I'm thinking just less testosterone, less whatever it is that gets you to be in the, ah. but that's for men or women, both or these. Um, but the amygdala technically is like a little bit of a wave. I think Daniel was explaining as uh, it waves shut. Okay. And when you see Tara Brock, even in her case, it's not, uh, again, something that would make you go from happy to completely pissed off. This is what we're talking about, okay? So when you see somebody who goes from one mood to another mood, you know it's fascinating. And when you meet people and you know all this attachment trauma stuff, I've, I have a friend and I wonder about my friend. My friend is very particular. He is a mystic, but he is somebody who's more, I'm going to say 4D than, than 5D for sure, but not because he has to be. He, he actually has potential to expand beyond what he, what he has brought forth. But he, um, it gives me the impression that he does have, it's either alters 
from dissociative identity disorder. So either he has parts that are of different hymns or potentially the bipolar. I don't even know, though, but it's because of the way Daniel Siegel, when I learn about disorganized attachment in DID, he explains something about when a person's switching alters. Also, he explains what happens when people have fragments of time that they lose. And so this is the part of why it's, for me, fascinating. I can't go and diagnose anybody, nor would I, even if you're a therapist, you're not going to be like, hey, let me go diagnose every person. But I'm not even that. So I'm just saying from a mystic as well as an attachment trauma-informed person, I'm like, wow, I know a person that I think might be an individual because the way that their switch of not only thoughts, emotion, and just who they are. <laughs> it's almost like seeing, you know, when you see Superman going from being Clark to being Superman, but here we're talking about, so one, I'm thinking of an Italian pirate, which is red, red beard, Barbarossa. I think it's a pirate from a story, right? But I'm not sure because I'm bilingual. So I sometimes will think of stories that I was told in Italian. And I was like, is it, is it an American pirate too? Probably, yes. Dark beard, red beard. So I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, but I don't remember all the beards. Um, so he went from the first, first, first meeting. It was more like Batman, but you know how they make him really negative And what was it? Uh, the uh, Everybody's Awesome Legos. Because apparently that is his persona. He's like the Dark Knight, right? So I think I've never seen him that way. But apparently those who read the comic books say he is. So this is where this person, the first time I met them, it was kind of like that. Between Dark Knight, Batman with this red beard, like a pirate. But also like a pirate from, anybody see the planet island? Island, planet island. Oh, shoot. It's a one with pirates, but they're in space. So too many different beautiful cartoons. And if anybody's from uh, now, I, I'm 44. So I mean, I, I, I don't watch anything now. So all of what I know is old. The most recent one that I've seen of cartoons are, um, there's the one with the house after Moana. What's the name of the house? Anyways, so I'll, I'll, I'll be remembering that at some point. But um. Let me finish reading. So this friend of mine, he has at least five different types of personalities, or that's what I've noticed in the two years, if not six. Because recently I saw them in another format. I'm like, wow, he changed again. What the fuck? This is amazing. So he, he, he went from, you know, Batman and Dark Knight to this uh, with, with the red beard pirate in, in the same evening kind of deal to a person who is exquisite, sweet, and fun, and going out with different friends of his, and being very social, and, and, and into hanging out, to actually doing something that then put an awkward spin to situations, which he then wanted to try and point a finger, if you will, but I was like, no. And, and, and before that even happened, he actually um, went through a series of moments where it was like meeting somebody who's, you know, very proper now. Proper glasses, T-shirt. That's why I'm saying this. This person is like a chameleon. No, I don't know. It's more like, I wonder if you have alters, like I said, because that's where I saw them and they had in fact, established what seemed to be, for at least a short time, a traditional relationship. So they went from being polyamory, eventually, with uh, no more polyamory, but now open relationship, to then closed relationship, to then one person, to then single again, to then, because um, he's also father, by the way, so sometimes you'll see his, just the father, him, him as a father, so it's, very interesting. He has a good life, by the way. Doesn't stand out in any way, shape, or form in, in what he does. It's just when he's going out. And these two years, these are all the different types of 
energetic presentations, but also his mannerisms and his look and everything. And this is, <laughs> and it made me think of my course because these uh, individuals, some don't don't and won't ever know about them having DID, but everything, their biology, so they're allergic to things that other of their alters are not. Um, also, my friend does have low self-esteem. He, he shared that with me. His three-year-old is heartbroken, but he, he said, I don't want to dig into it. I don't want to look at it. And then he recognizes it as a father wound. He's a great father. In fact, he's a very, very fun person to be around. He's intellectual. He's a mystic. And is really, really cool. But this and these aspects, in fact, some of the things he did were not quote-unquote cool. They, they were not cool. That's why I'm like, huh, when he tried to quote-unquote twist it, I said, mm, you're twisting things because I saw XYZ BFG. In fact, later on in the evening, he came and was a bit spiteful, like when somebody's angry at you. And when he did what he did, I was like, mm, you obviously don't know me. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying this. I'm not this way. This isn't what ha what's happening. I don't know where this is coming from. But no. And he then fixed his little attitude up again and you know he left and we said bye and and we've said hello again and it's you know all in the norm but okay so right here as a person who shares with you in these episodes about mysticism it's a person who not only with the, thanks to me being attachment informed and having Daniel Siegel I can tell you he's mentioned how when people that our therapists have patients and they help them, they can also dream of their patients. So he knows of the sphere of consciousness, like any other person who is in the scientist sphere, which is why we understand that we are energy, we communicate. And that's also why I, I share, I talk to you about Akashic Records, because it's beautiful to be able and share that support if somebody wants it or for somebody just because they're curious. Obviously, for all of you here, I only offer this for any stranger with the personal development. You, you don't, um, my friends are friends. This is where it's different, but, and family and people that I meet. But if you were to come to me from online, I'm, I'm not going to offer this just because that's, it's, it's part of personal development. Um, otherwise, you're basically wasting my time uh, when it's with family and friends it's more of I can't say no to people who I know because I'm a vessel and obviously if they're in my in my life this is where as a vessel they're part of my life and and so it's it's something polite as well uh, polite I was taught to be polite so <laughs> I'm gonna be like okay it's not mine I can have some time to spare and since I'm respectful of it and they're respectful, well, some of them are not respectful actually, but that's where you can't actually respect anything if you're imposing on somebody else and that's where our martyrs and superiors, those codependent people are at, where they think that they are light and others are not. And so you don't, I didn't know any of it until after the fact and uh, after the fact it's well too late but that helped to clarify why there were certain things going on uh, while I was uh, doing what was actually something that was supposed to be supportive it still is it just doesn't work that way so this is uh, where the disrespect so people there are those who do not actually um, yes they don't realize that it's, it's, again, it's not going to create a curse. Nobody, nobody was cursed. Nothing bad happens. Um, people that think energy is bad, I swear. Okay, let me move on here. Uh, it's time to put down the sword and place it back in its scabbard. Do not offer your blade in service to toxic emotions. People who have not processed their emotions, they can't actually be released of them. That's me sharing uh, you will be faced with an even more disagreeable future with the people or situations you're attempting attempting to banish, which is why you shouldn't be banishing anyone. They're part of your oversoul. And people don't know this, but, you know, lo and behold, 
put the blade to rest until your inner fire has mellowed. Uh, then use your blade with impeccable intention to cut the energetic cords that are trying, that are tying you to the drama at hand. Set yourself free. So here's where there's cop out, cop out, cop out. Meaning if you have a drama, it's because your brain has an amygdala and you are not learning how to bring your prefrontal cortex down and to get out of toxic emotions, which are your own, from ruminating instead of allowing yourself to sit in your prefrontal cortex. You don't need a blade for any of it. You just need to sit down and get out of structural dissociation. In fact, so um, the part about uh, having things happen with people in situations in the future, well, that's basically what people in the 4D plane call karma. I'm not going to call it that. I'm going to say codependent type people. They have low self-esteem. They don't know anything about boundaries because they're rigid or chaotic. They actually uh, only do passive-aggressive. They do indirect communication. They do try to manipulate like this person who has alters every single time that they did change up. I mean, again, to me, there's only the one time that they got a bit uh, quote-unquote snooty, and that's because I presented to them something that they didn't find for some reason this is the part of why I didn't understand but for some reason they found it not that they wanted to hear uh, but that was not on me they might not be the one to remember what they and how they actually came in and uh, behaved which is why my, my, my personal brain went to the idea. I'm like, does this person not remember that they did this every time for like three or four times that they came in, that they were very proper, very different. Like it was like Clark Kent, <laughs> no Superman, uh, no Batman, just this Clark Kent all of a sudden. So where's Red Beard? Red Beard's no, no there's no pirates, uh, none of that. And then they went and switched back to be in what really is a, like a young dad who, who's fun to be around and, and playful and all that. So just say day-to-day -day any and everyone. It's very fascinating. Again, people, there's a lot to learn about every person that you meet. So um, when you know how to use your prefrontal cortex, you don't do any cutting cords. There's no toxic. Uh, but let's get to that story. That way I can end on another note. As I was saying, when people are not uh, going to support your expansion, putting to the side the 4D and 3D collective. So let me again reiterate anything that I shared up till now. These are human beings. They're awesome. They're part of society. None of them are in jail. If they're in jail, hopefully they would have good therapists in the first place. Okay, so the people that we know are all with a heart. If they are not in a spectrum of being able to be in society, that means they need support. That's what it means. They need good support, not people to go around using labels, which is why I use words. I don't label. These are people. So they're all, again, uh, people that uh, I've talked to them about everything I learned, but the people don't hear me. It seems that I'm not sharing anything of value to them. When it comes to the 4D who misuse what is energy, they're not misusing it. I can share with you why things take place in their lives. And that's what I'm doing. So if a person doesn't move out of unhealthy self-worth, not securely attached body, trauma memory lingering in your brain, you don't learn how to use meta-awareness no matter how much yoga you do because you don't learn how to do shit because you're reading a book that tells you about toxic people, for example, and you're in spirituality bypass. Well, lo and behold, you got a person who's going to do something that really doesn't do anything except for, I'm a teenager, I'm going to say I'm special, and I'm going to cut a cord now, and, uh, 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 and, and they don't even do that. But then 10 years down the line, they're still in their envy, jealousy, little pit hole, which it's not a pit hole, they could actually be out of that. So for me, when I see people who are not thriving, I know why. Uh, don't ask me though, because I'm the dumb person here who doesn't know that they are exactly where they're supposed to be. No, they are where they want to be. They don't have to be there, but okay. So those stories are just 
remember, a 5D mystic is going to expand you. We, in fact, tell you there's no negative energy. Uh, and whenever I'm doing tarot, I don't usually use these booklets. Uh, I try to read ahead of time, and then I just uh, intuitively, the cards speak to me. But obviously, it is important to also know some of the words that are used to describe the card because it's created by the person who made the deck. So at least, again, the words that represent like this blade bringing heaven and earth, and earth together, you know, you being able to wield your mind, your heart, uh, your body in a way. Uh, also to, of course, uh, sever anything, figuratively speaking, that you know isn't serving you, but uh, with a way of being able to know that you expand together. You're, you're part of the same fabric. You're part of the same energetic cloth. This is the part that the 4D forgets, so it's not toxic. Toxic is a word that people use. If you're going to good therapy and becoming your adult, you're no longer in anything toxic. You don't use the word. You don't have to if you're an adult. You use your mouth and you say, no, thank you. I'm good. And you learn how to continue becoming more of the adult you. And so this is what education and empowerment and knowledge does and healthy self-worth. And you, in fact, don't lose your humanity. You gain more of it. The integrated brain brings out kindness and compassion from you. That's why those of you who are here as the IHP community is 5D collective. You're all pachas or pachas in the making or both. <laughs> but you're still choosing, I'm going to move into my mammalian heritage. And I know all people have a heart. So mystics, not mystics. Okay, so the story that I want to share is the lovely life that is around us allows us to cross paths with people. And people that are 5D will always spot those who are 5D. And every person is a 5D potential, but not everybody will want to access their own infinite potential however there will be those who who at the very least begin to make their way because some people they begin to make a way and then they just sit in in a way but that's too too soon to to talk about some of the groups of people who are awakening long story short though i had the honor of being able to be a participant to support with our lovely crystals with our lovely tarot, with our lovely Reiki, with the lovely tools of energy. Um, what is it called? To support people to separate those who do not serve each other. It's a good thing for them to separate. And uh, I didn't lift a finger. So crystals, we have different types of them. Um, there's a specific one that I had come across a certain time back, and it actually serves the same purpose as this blade, as this card that I just read to you, to allow those who are not bringing forth the guru that you are, okay, so we, every, every one of you has a guru, you all have a pacha, that's your inner child, by the way. It's your whole three-year-old self. It's you believing in yourself. It's you becoming. It doesn't mean anything about mysticism necessarily. And so it has every single one of the people who does not support the guru of you to come forth to be cut. So the people who don't want your highest potential. And uh, something took place with this, uh, this crystal. And anyone who knows about crystals when they do their job, they will actually leave and uh, they will break or they'll disappear. Okay, so the thing is, uh, something happened to the crystal, but uh, because of me being very intuitive and, and knowing, besides intuitive, because you see things like my friend that I described to you, you can see patterns. There's, there's an easy way for a person to spot patterns and um, the way that people will talk about crystals. So if somebody's been telling people that uh, they're negative or that there's negativity around, 
people are going to be like, oh no, what happened? Did I, am I negative? Did this is, which is why books that actually make it look like they're toxic people is not positive because you're fear mongering a person and you're not actually helping somebody, you know, in general. So the other thing is we all are nervous systems. So we all can have, again, insecurities and, and we will pick that up. So Using the word energy vampires, dark auras is not actually nice because we are talking about people. If you have low self-esteem, if you're uneducated, if you are envious, jealous, you're going to have certain mannerisms, okay? This doesn't make you an energy vampire. It makes you a person, and really people can always use an, a mediator, and so therapists and stuff and stuff like that. But let it, let's put the human stuff to the side and just for purposes of closing us out, the, the magic of not lifting anyone a finger, of people making choices very randomly, very organically, all by themselves, that lead those recalibrated relationships. Okay, so that's why anything can look like a coincidence, is actually what I'm going to also add, which is why we, a 5D mystic doesn't say it was for sure the tarot card reading. It was for sure the Reiki. It was for sure the crystal. It was for sure. Nothing's for sure. It can all be a coincidence. However, the part about um, this specific crystal, again, it brings out the guru in you. And then it wants to ensure that you are freed from that which is blocking you. Now, people can't block, but then again, they can. People who have dysregulated nervous systems and who grew up in attachment traumatizing environments, if they're not released from that household environment, there are children that are teenagers or young adults, they get taken away because the household is not an environment where their soothe system can engage. And so if you're surrounded by what is going to be the sympathetic activation of all these people around you and there's plenty of people like I said my friend great person he lives amongst people I think he has either DID something's up you know it's not anything that causes any situation however uh, that's again something that if a person wants to bring forth who they are and around them they have people who shove them down which is what happens when people have low self-esteem insecurity I've seen it. I've seen it done. I've seen it done. Not in front of me, but I've seen people attempting to do it and then people separating. And so here's the part of where, and in, in, in a different way, I saw a similar recalibration of relationships where uh, people were brought to move away from each other because they were no longer supporting each other's growth. And that's because of the individuals who are not growing needing to now continue what is going to be their lower toroidal field. So some unfortunate individuals, they don't go to good therapy. They don't choose to see that they are not actually perfect. When they're a group of people who support each other, for example, uh, they can continue doing what they're doing. That's the, the herd. But at the end of the day, it's, it's the people who are meant to be separated that I'm talking about. They don't have to lift a finger. And as for crystals, again, this can be, for all we know, a coincidence. But I notice when there are things that take place in one of these moments throughout my years as a person who does, again, Akashic Record readings, tarot, has crystals, knows of their importance, and um, value again without making it into too big of a deal seeing that those who have the potential to thrive are create are created or space has been created for that to happen it's just magical but then again it's a coincidence but it's magical so no blades were used and nothing was said. Uh, things went into and go into a natural direction. And they do say we're all a vibration, by the way. So nervous systems need to actually be able to coexist near each other, which is also why when you hear 
some of those ethical cult individuals, uh, when they say the 4D, 3D bandwidth, and 5D bandwidth being moving farther and farther apart, it's not that they're moving farther and farther apart, but um, we have different interests. You can put it that way. So no person's going to want to hang out with a 5D mystic if they're a complete 3D person. You all will already know. We're considered basically the evil of mankind by some. Others, they just don't even know. Uh, for others, luckily, we're just pseudoscience woo-woo, which is, is great because that's actually where it can fit at, at the very least, although it's not that. But what I'm saying, it's the least of the uh, quote-unquote evil ignorance. And really, when I think of everything I've learned with Daniel Siegel and how those who support people to heal, they actually, again, know of consciousness. They know of us being able to enter into energetic connections, which is why we will uh, have dreams of people that we are supporting, the Pachas of the world and the Cuscos with the Pachas. We get to be participant in the Cuscos that are becoming Pachas because, again, we're all a piece of the same fabric. So by supporting each other to bring forth your own self, to expand into your inner child, it's going to be something that happens because all we're talking about is actually the lovingly acceptance, not working for love, expressing your emotions. So when you have functional adults in a room, which is what a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult will be, or just a 5D functional adult, you have a person who's going to talk to you, not insult you. The part about Akashic Records, Tarot, Crystals, of course, I see them working their magic all the time. When they've been quote-unquote misused, they're not misused. Uh, they, it's energy. It can't. What is misused, if you will, the people who believe that there are people who are negative, the spiritual bypassers, the people who are now navigating the 4D bandwidth. I know who they are, and they don't grow into human love narratives. They don't grow into pachas. They're squirrels and they're Ursulas. And you can see who they are because they will keep telling you about uh, that plane. And others will say, no, no, it's energy. I love what I saw recently. It was one of the people out there who's really great. And he was saying, he was making fun of Reiki practitioners because there's a buttload of them who say, protect your energy. But he doesn't know of the ones of us who know that's not true that we don't need to protect energy, plus he's probably meeting what are, again, squirrels and uh, Ursula's teenagers. So that's why he's got people around. They're like, oh, no, negative energy. <laughs> and he knows, what are you talking about? So manifesting and uh, being in this beautiful love vibration, being able to use our lovely tarot, Akashic records, again, crystals. They're beautiful. There's a whole course for crystal therapy and, and in fact I should look into it. It's really amazing. I love crystals, but I love tarot. They're they're all they're all the tools. Kashic records, really awesome when you get to do uh, readings for people and when of course the appreciative ones, but also the ones you, you try to help. It's always nice to try and help. And uh, it's nice to see that there are recalibrations that happen in the well being of all. Because by the way, those groups that don't want to be around other people it's uh, very obvious that they're not matching with them anymore. So it's good for everybody because people are going to have a good time with the ones that they match the way that they want to live life. And uh, the law is for everything else. And so, again, we can easily get along, pachas of the world, pachas with Cusco's, and uh, enjoy Akashic records and also tarot and Reiki and uh, any other of those beautiful mystic components and clairs. If you have any questions, particularly that you're curious about expanding consciousness as well, let me know. And in the meantime, I wish you a wonderful day.